This is the Seabed Daily Text. Holy Spirit's Story, number 2, Acts 1, 6-11. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. Consider this. It was Jesus' last day on planet Earth. I maintain it was the most pivotal day in human history. Jesus moved from earth to heaven. He moved from here to there. Why? He moved from here to there so he could move from there to everywhere. How? Through the movemental power of the person of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit would be the one who would distribute the personal presence of Jesus Christ into the world through his followers as they gathered and scattered throughout the whole creation. It's fascinating the question they asked Jesus on his last day on earth. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? They were still trying to force him into the agenda of their kingdom. Jesus is working to fit them for his kingdom. Look how he responds. He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Acts 1.8. These are the most read of all the red letters of Jesus, spoken on the most read of all the red-letter days of Jesus. The apostles thought this was all about Israel. Jesus told them it was about the whole world. Jesus was moving from a singular and fixed place on the earth into the dimension of heaven, the place from which he could go from there to everywhere on the earth. His people would dare to go. And after he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. Jesus passed through the veil, the thin veil, separating the visible dimension of the earth from the unseen dimension of heaven.
Something tells me he didn't go up like a balloon getting smaller and smaller until he disappeared from sight. I get the sense that he passed through a dimensional sense of portal. Here's what we know. A cloud hid him from their sight. In other words, Jesus didn't go poof and become invisible. He physically entered into the unseen realm. At his ascension, Jesus did not become a disembodied spirit and float into the clouds. He entered heaven as a person with a resurrected physical body and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. I love how I once heard Tom Wright put it. Today, a Jewish carpenter sits in the heavens. I want you to humor me today by conducting a simple experiment. Ask someone with you to move to a part of the room you're in where you can no longer see them, or behind the wall into the next room. Once there, ask them this question. Did you become invisible? Of course not. They are simply unseen. This is exactly how it is with Jesus. He is not invisible, just unseen. And now I want you to ponder all the implications of this blinding flash of the hidden obvious. Most of us likely think of Jesus as an invisible, disembodied spirit floating around somewhere other than here. He's actually a physically embodied person, not way up high beyond the skies in heaven, but actually with us, just through the veil, right here and right now. And he sends us the Holy Spirit in such a way that he takes up residence in us. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. 2 Corinthians 4.18 The prayer, God our Father, who with your Son, Jesus, fills us with the Holy Spirit. Thank you for your willingness to demonstrate your presence, power, grace, and love in our midst. Open the eyes of our hearts in such a way that we can fix our eyes on Jesus, the unseen one. Sanctify our imaginations to behold him, high and lifted up and yet nearer than our breath. Holy Spirit, fill us afresh to comprehend and perceive these verities. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The question, how does it impact your faith to begin to fathom Jesus in this way, physically embodied, actually seated at the right hand of the throne of God?
ruling, reigning over the heavens and the earth. He is constantly doing things through people like you and me by the power of the person of the Spirit. And he still makes actual appearances from time to time, you know. For the awakening, I'm J.D. Walt.